0: Someone once told me
1: the grass is much greener I still need to watch all of this show in order.
2: There is a mixture of sadness, but at the same time there's a mixture of a little bit of humor, which you can definitely expect in this series. Every
1: character has multiple dimensions, really.
2: Obviously it's a scripted show, but they don't feel scripted, they feel real, they feel genuine.
1: If kids find value in things, I think there is value in them, because it is art in its own way, and it is very important.
2: Whatever it is, just own it, you know, love what you do and do what you love. If it's cool to you, then you know, who cares about what the others say?. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of We're in Between, the podcast that discusses about every single episode of As told by Ginger once a week. I am Patricia. I'm Casey, and I'm Ashley. And we have another bonus podcast for you guys this month. And last time we interviewed Aspen Vincent, the voice of Dodie. So now we have a, her second friend. We have um, the voice of Macy. So we have special guest Jackie Harris Greenberg. So Jackie, welcome to We're In Between. Hi, thanks. You're very welcome.
3: I almost had uh, uh, Liz do it with us too. Liz George. She
2: oh my gosh. Join me. Oh, that would have been
3: so amazing. <laughs> I know. I know. We were going to, I was going to say, come over little dude. So that's, the,
2: that's the next one. Oh, we, it would be amazing if we can have Liz as a guest. Absolutely. Because, you know, there are a lot of people who would love to know more about Courtney.
3: Yeah. Courtney is very popular.
2: All right. So, um, I'll start things off with, you know, your stereotypical stock question. So where did you get your influences for acting?
3: Oh, uh, well, the funny thing is I, the, the shows when I was a kid that were amazing were the Carol Burnett show. And uh, also Saturday Night Live and the original cast. I I watched the show when it started. That's how I'm dating myself. But uh, so when Lorraine Newman, you know, she's on the show too on Ginger. So when she started for the first like three weeks, I didn't say anything about that. We were just, I was super cool. And then one day I just totally fangirled on her, (laughs) you know, told her the truth. Me love you. So yeah. That's, that's always been the sort of early on, you know, uh, hats and glasses, wigs, broad, I love that stuff.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Casey, you have any
3: questions?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. First of all, thank you so much for joining us. We're uh, very excited to have you on the show. Thank you. My first question, I guess, is how did you go about developing that iconic, nasally uh, tone quality for Macy? Because it's so, it has so much staying power and it's such a memorable aspect of the show.
3: Uh, well, when I went in to read for the part originally, I did different various voices, you know, different sort of takes on it. And, uh, and I was I knew everybody involved in the show, the producers and writers and stuff. And I uh, and, they, and we really wanted me to hit it, you know, and I kept doing different things. And then finally, I was like, let's look at the art again. And because they had the art and I looked at her and she was my childhood best friend. She was my childhood best friend from Canada when I grew up. My friend Stephanie had the most phenomenal, this adenoidal situation. She couldn't breathe, basically. She snored and she couldn't breathe. So I just flipped into Stephanie mode and it was organic and that's it. Never went away. We aged her up slightly as the show because the show was one of those amazing shows that actually kind of, we grew with them. The girls grew up on the show you know, from little to middle schoolers and all of that. So we would, she'd slightly get a little less a little girly when she started out. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Thank you.
3: Uh, Ashley,
2: why don't you go with the next question? We all love Macy dearly. Um, I guess this might have spoilers in it. What, what was your favorite Macy moment, either for your voice re- uh, acting specifically or just your your favorite moment that you felt like encapsulated her best?
3: I mean, I always loved it when Macy interacted with her parents. That was just phenomenal to me, the relationship of these, these parents. But, so my favorite was when they gave her the, um, the child's birthday party. And that was, you know, a four-year-old's birthday party. That was my favorite thing in the world because I just, you know, the way she just just loved it, went for it, and wasn't ashamed and wasn't embarrassed, had that great park party. And Little Sail Girl, of course, love that. There's a lot. There's a lot to love about that show.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. There's
3: a lot of... Because when we recorded, you know, we had... Um, it, was, it was a way to do it because we would um, record and then draw. So it was very loose. We were always aware of trying not to overlap on each other, but we would really get in... And they would keep the mics clean. We'd really get into little side things. And with Macy, of course, there was always... The, the line would end and then she'd always just have a laugh or a giggle or a reaction or a snort or you know it would keep going and that was always the great thing
2: yeah definitely
3: it was you know you did a lot you know after the fact so so it was a great it was just great the whole thing
2: yeah. Um, I have two questions. Were you only auditioning for Macy or did you audition for other um, characters as well, like for Ginger or for Dodie or for Lois?
3: I might have done a pass. I think I came in, I think they brought, because I was um, from Second City, so um, in Canada and I had worked with the producers. When I came in, because i being a character actress and with a sketch background, I sort of did passes at most of the characters, but macy was one that they to do so I, I, for, I mean i can't really remember but i definitely would have read for courtney um i don't know if i read for the others but um but the main the main emphasis was definitely on macy
2: awesome and um yeah. here's another um this is one that yeah. aspen actually brought up this interesting fact that we actually had no idea about so Aspen was telling us the story about how, uh-huh. you know, how in the show, you know, before Macy Gray was like the official person who sang the theme song, and we had people like uh-huh. Melissa Disney sang for the theme song, and um, and Chris Summer sang for the theme yeah. song, but apparently Aspen said that all the other characters sang for the theme song as well, and she actually sang the theme song <laughs> in her Doty voice, so we would love it if you would sing the theme song in your Macy voice. <laughs>
3: did all do... Um... That well, you know that Melissa and Cree are um, all like phenomenal professional singers, and then of course I uh, am not. But uh, but yet that was the thing to do, and I have to remember. I'm trying to remember. The, I can't even remember the theme song. That's right okay. Now.
2: Aspen didn't remember it I either. Can hear it. Yeah, it's basically. So do it. Yeah, it's someone. Do it. Someone once told me the grass is much greener on the other
0: side. What's greener on the other side? Yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> but i do slow enough so on what told me the grass was much greener on the other side
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing side <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really in little seal girl i sang i sounded really good on that oh
2: that, that was, was a really yes good. absolutely that was something awesome.
3: we always wanted to sing we love singing it was just the best Everybody I get, loved doing that, I and you know, and singing in your character is the best because you know they try really hard. Macy always tried really hard, yeah, you know, to be to be to be really good at it, yeah. at all the singing. So that's my favorite, and she had no—I mean, the ego was amazing. The lack of it.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. She's so pure. Yes, she is. <laughs> uh, KK, okay, okay, Casey, you're next. You're, you're next with the question.
1: Okay. um... Yeah, so Aspen told us a little bit about what the recording process was like for the show, and I'm interested in hearing that from your perspective in terms of, um, like she said, you guys filmed in groups sometimes, sometimes you all filmed in uh, together. Uh, What was your experience like recording the audio for the show?
3: Yeah, mostly uh, the format, which was great, was we'd come in, because it was pretty we were always you know the show was written very much as an ensemble piece and then there'd be some sidebar stuff but for the most part we all be in the room together and they love it that way we try to work it that way so we come in and the, the schedule was fantastic because it was generally like we'd get there in the morning and we'd do some recording and then we'd bring they'd bring in lunch and we'd gossip and laugh and if it was a birthday we'd have cake and then we'd go back and continue and at the beginning, they would be seem between you know Lois and and Ginger. Then that would be on its own. But we would we would be in together. So we would laugh and tell stories, and you know, and back and forth. And in the booth, you know, they see us; we see them. There would be a whole thing. We it took a long time, time sometimes because we'd really we'd really get into it and laugh. And and the script was always very loose, but there'd always there'd always be slight, you know like macy would by the end of course they would write in Macy's voice but that changed as it went on where words would be different and and that and they were very open to that but Aspen I mean Aspen made a quilt for my baby I mean we were so close and it was pre you know social media so there was no like we wouldn't take photos and selfies and post and tweet and it was just you know, this little closed world. And then when guests would come in, it was really great, great fun and, you know, it was great. I had a good time.
2: Yeah, Aspen told us some funny stories about how when you would do your lines as Macy, everybody would be cracking
3: up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was so, I mean, Dodie was just, you know, because it was just the, you know, the relationships on the show changed because of our relationships. Like we would have little, like if she she'd have a line, and I go, "Oh, Dori." At the end, like if she said something is in her character that my character would have reacted to, I'd improvise that. You know, it will be, Doty. why, why, Doty? And I'd add something. And so then they'd make it like Macy's judging Doty. So then that would be a new dynamic. Like, and we would howl. It was like we really did become our characters because Ginger or Melissa would be this one who would be more, more like, like leader of the girls. So and now we have a plan, we're going to do it. And she'd be very like this. And we'd all just pick on her and laugh about it. And that was kind of echoing in the room. And then, of course, the finest person in the world is Lorraine Newman, so she would just go off on these tirades as Lois, which was great. That's awesome. Some good times. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: It's interesting because you were talking about how, like, one of your favorite episodes involving with Macy was Family Therapy, which is about when Macy had the birthday party. I was looking through the credits, and I realized that it was teleplayed by your husband, Paul. Did he write
0: that
3: one? He did write a couple.
2: Yes, he actually did write that did episode. Did he write that one? Yes, he did.
3: Oh my God. So oh my he... God. Yes, see, he's a genius. <laughs> so, he's, yeah. He's I mean... an Emmy winner, so there you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, do you actually, I mean, I don't know if maybe you and Paul came up with the story. Maybe he came up with the story, but yeah, what's that? No. There? No?
3: No, no, I wouldn't even see it until. Uh... <laughs> Until I was in the room, we also used to get the scripts. Um, you know, this is the old days where they they'd uh, courier them to your house. You know, mm-hmm. and you'd mm. and you'd read it over. But we were always it was always more like tongue tie words. It was like you would just read it over so that you'd have a sense of what's coming, but you wouldn't really take it in until you were in the room, so it would be fresher. That's sort of how I approached it. Oh, okay, so you do a quick pass, and then and then it would be organic you know everyone i'm sure everyone approached it differently but you know it's it's your reading so you want it to be fresh like you're saying it for the first time so the the the, you wouldn't want to be too overly familiar with it yeah paul was also the mole was he yes he was the the, the, yes he was the mole guy yeah
2: yeah, he was the mole guy (laughs) right
3: (laughs) right right there's some great guy parts and Neil did it, too, didn't he? Neil Patrick Harris, didn't he do it, too? Um, he did an
2: episode? I don't remember. I'll have to definitely look that up, but maybe.
3: Yeah, he did. He did, because he's our friend, and I remember the one he said for sure. I think it was something, I can't remember what he did, but he definitely did one. Hmm, interesting. And, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, uh-huh. A people did them. Cool. It was, um, yeah, uh-huh. See, it's been, I haven't seen it in so long. Is it on? It's not even on anywhere. Well, it still airs a.
2: It 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 airs um sometimes on the Splat, which is Nickelodeon's right midnight. Uh, well, it it airs on 10 p.m. You know, it airs from like 10 p.m. all the way to 2 a.m. And occasionally, as told by Ginger, um, airs on TV. Uh, it did air a lot
3: more a few years ago when it was celebrating its 15th anniversary. Right, and we all we all had a little. uh, online reunion when there was a rumor that it was going to be um, done again yeah yeah uh, i don't even know how it started or what it was but all i know is i was getting phone calls and, and messages and then we all were sending messages to each other going is this real and you know yeah melissa and lorraine and you know all of us but that would be fun I mean, yeah that would be that would have been awesome mm-hmm. like a christmas special yeah. christmas special yeah
2: if you have any specifically funny stories that you want to share, what your favorite specific story was, other than things you've already said before?
3: There were so many constant things going on that were happening in the room, out of the room, different directors. What was that? There was one director that was hilarious because the shows would change according to who would direct them. Like when mm. they were directed by the, uh, you know, by by uh, Eric Casimiro, they'd be very organic, and calm, and. You know, deep and slow and all that. And then when we'd get, what's his face coming in? God, what's his name? Charlie. Charlie. Oh. You guys would know more because he directed a ton of Nickelodeon stuff. But he was frantic. And he'd be like, all right, Macy's coming in the room and she's crying. And just, oh, my God, she's going to be attacked. Go. You'd be like, what? oh, okay. You'd be doing your character like that. Because, you, you know what I mean? So so we would we would always be like, who's coming in this week or who's directing? Because that's how we know how fast our day was going to go. And. What the pace was, and Anne Frank in the attic, go was my favorite. That was like your Anne Frank in the attic, go. What? Oh, God. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, But we had, um, you know, we always had our birthday parties and pregnancies. It was crazy. We just had some weddings and divorces and uh, adoptions, and, you know, it was like, I think it was seven years. Seven years, maybe? I don't even know. But it was like we we came and then we took like a year off at one point and then came back and changed locations. We all changed so much, you know? We were all pretty young. And then, you know, family stuff, all kinds of stuff was happening over time. The party was really fun when we launched. That was a good time. Okay. Yeah. That was on the... Uh, Klasky Chupo just built a really fancy building and we had a big a big event this is it's like I, it's so bizarre how different it would be now with social media you know it's just really? a very the way i don't know i think it was it was almost better we would do the odd thing like with you know japan television would come in and do interviews where we'd sit one at a time at a table and you know but now be very be very it'd be a very different vibe yeah
2: mm-hmm. definitely really different all right um do any of you okay. guys have any other questions
1: um uh, that's about all I got if we want to pick one or two from the forums
2: absolutely so let me pick out one or two questions from the forums which um, is we're in between. we're gonna uh, okay so here's our first question from Hoodsie Bishop fan and uh, this person said <laughs> great name yeah excellent name okay this person says Jackie that's Absolutely. Okay, this person says, Jackie, one of the most noticeable things about Macy's character was that she was very non confrontational. Whenever Ginger and Dodie got into many fights, Macy would try to sit out of it and timidly sit on the sidelines. Are you like that in real life?
3: No. I don't think she you know, the thing was she would she was like a, she was like Yoda. You know, she would she would sit but she wasn't removed. She would sit, and she would be like, she would feel everything, and she would be affected by everyone, and then she would always be the one at the end that would, that was the strength and the voice of reason. I think the sideline thing was more like, this is a, this is silly what you guys are doing, so I'm not going to humor you with with my presence in something so silly. I'm going to step back, and then I'll be wise, and be the calm voice of reason. Uh, so, uh, and I, am not a calm voice of reason in real life. I'd be the one to go, what? No, stop. You know? So no, I'm, I'm, she's the better part of me. She's the wiser, better, kinder, deeper part of me. Okay. She's Stephanie. My childhood friend was a better (laughs) person. Whose father was a priest. Oh, wow. So a minister, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, high Anglican, Dutch. So she, uh, she was always, she organically was a better person. I think. Okay. For Dad, he was a good guy.
2: Um. Okay. So, uh, continue on with the Who question. Um, Macy had a lot uh-huh. of great one-liners in the series. What was your favorite, and uh-huh. recited in Macy's voice?
3: God, I'm trying to think. There was something she'd always say. Uh, it was always it would start with a laugh. It would be like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, for the love of Pete. Heavens above. It was always very old school. (laughs) Why? No. Things like that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But why? Um my favorite Macy line is is in the episode Come Back Little Seal Girl Uh in which when Dodie and Ginger Uh are trying to convince her to not do the Little Seal Girl skit and then they said please Macy it would be really cool and then she says cool cool do I look like the girl who's concerned with what's cool that's my favorite line
0: cool
2: cool do I look like the girl who would be concerned
0: with me cool I love you Thank you.
2: Yes,
0: girl was amazing.
3: Absolutely. I'm a
0: little seal girl living in a real world.
3: And it's time to
0: get by. Yeah. Because seals can't even cry. Seals can't even cry. cry. (laughs) Thank you.
2: All right. Sweet. Absolutely. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Um, okay, we have a, we have another question from Heart Lover One Seven One Seven, and she says, yeah. "Yay! It's the little seal girl. What kind of preparation and pacing stamina wise <laughs> that you need to use for use, uh, for doing the phlegmy voice for the character?"
3: You know, it really did mess me a lot of water, like a lot. Drink a lot of water, and then
0: she'd you, always have the. And sometimes they would do tracks of just the breathing. And I think there was one episode where she, you know, it goes like that. Oh, why? I don't even know. You know, um, teacher, teacher, you know, will be like, hey, you guys. You know, it was very, uh, and then when she got older, it was a little boy like that. Well, I don't, I'm a little seal
3: girl living in a real world you know and the flippers 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 are a very big part of my life that always pops up in all my characters wow all my characters have something with the flippers it's very strange <laughs> I did a, a cult movie a cult movie where I have a line where I say at least there's no flipper babies so flippers are I don't know a big part awesome right that's amazing
2: okay um okay we have a question from norbert and he says norbert yes his name is norbert that's the <laughs>
3: best name
2: i love that name norbert if you're listening to this then norbert. jackie really likes your name
1: more oh, than more than hoodsy oh, fan my
2: <laughs> okay Thor-
3: so, oh hoodsy oh my god Hoodsy! i love hoodsy
2: Okay, so um Norbert's question is, from the looks of it, you do a lot of live action roles. Was as told by Ginger your only animated role? If not, what other animated stuff have you done? And would you want to do more animation stuff?
3: No, I've done other animated stuff, but the kind of I like the reason why this is felt we used to say it at the time, it felt like it could have been filmed because it was it was recorded in a very. Uh, it wasn't like a lot of cartoons. When you do them, you sort of just kind of go in and do your line. You know, it's like okay, you do. You're by yourself, even even though you're interacting with other people. You go into a room and it's just you and you're doing your thing. If you're very visually, you know, when you act, you're you're using all your, um, you know, senses, and you're sh- and you're very you know, you're showing your arms, arms and your eyes, and you have to relay every. You know, if you're giving somebody a weird look you have to relay that through your voice you have to be like instead of just looking at somebody and doing a little huh you have to be like huh like you have to see the you have to see the look through the voice so um i i i found it it fit my uh my wankage type of performance which was uh big and loud and broad and um but yeah i like i like doing voice work it's fun i prefer um using everything. Okay, awesome. Uh, Let me see. Uh, He asks
2: another question. Have you ever been recognized Uh for being the voice of Macy on the street, like if you're walking around or something?
3: No. (laughs) Never. Never in the history of ever. Okay. Mm -mm.
2: And uh, one final question from Robert is, um, (laughs) do you exhibit any traits of Macy? Do you think you're like her in any way?
3: Yes. We have bangs, uh, dark dark hair and bangs. And, um, you know, the thing that was about her not wanting to um, rock the boat the other, the other aspect of that is she's uh, insecure in the sense of um, she doesn't want anybody to be hurt and she's afraid of offending people mm-hmm. and I think that that's kind of a little like I, I, I was like that not as much now but she she's aware of people's feelings she's, she's the again the better part of me in that sense she's very sensitive she's a sensitive Yoda she really is and they talk the same kind of a
2: little bit. Yes. Little all right. Abso- uh, awesome. And um, this is actually a bit of a spoiler question. So I'm actually going to mute off Casey and Ashley just for the moment because they haven't <laughs> seen the series as a whole. Okay. So this question is actually about the series finale, The Wedding Frame, in which they want to know about, you know, there's a scene in which, um, you know, we see Macy what she looks like all grown up. And, you know, they're actually questioning about, did she and Hoodsy get married? Wow. I don't even remember that. Yeah, because there was an episode. Wow. Yeah, there was an episode previously in which Hoodsy and Macy went to the dance together and Hoodsy disguised himself as calling him like the mystery man. And so a lot of people were questioning on, are Hoodsy and Macy going to get together? So, yeah, they're probably thinking about, you know, because they see Hoodsy wearing a wedding ring and Macy's not. So they're thinking about like, are they married? So what do you think?
3: I don't think so, no. I, I don't know. I always kind of thought that uh, our wee Macy would be a nice little uh, powerful lesbian.
2: That's wow. How I, that's how I kind of felt. That is amazing.
3: Yeah. I think she would have totally gone that way. With you know? with,
2: with, with, with Maybe who? with Courtney. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. Courtney. yes.
3: Right? Yes. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. Oh, now I wish Liz was on, the, on here with us. Oh. Yeah, I could see that more. I could see her being very strong and being a writer and and uh you know being a support system to doty and you know
2: yeah i mean yeah i could
3: see that absolutely
2: i mean darren yeah. oh uh, well i mean darren was with ginger at the end of the episode so maybe not but i can see you know if it's possible yeah. you know um
3: you know she would totally move by the way macy would totally move to france
2: yeah because she totally. loves their che- because she wants to she wants to know more about their cheeses absolutely
3: Yes. Yes. She loves
2: cheese. Yes. Even though she's she lactose intolerant, love... she loves cheese. She's
3: fully lactose intolerant and
2: yet has cheese. Yes. that is. And awesome. doesn't even take a lactate. Nope. Not, not, she's hardcore like that. <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> All right. Well, that's, yeah. I think that just should a be... Little,
3: just a little cream cheese.
2: What? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to taste a little Roquefort. That, you know, even if I bloat a little, no I mean,
3: blue. she wouldn't go near blue cheese. Okay. A little
2: Chevra. Oh, Chevra. A little de-
3: Chevra.
2: Oh, Chevra's delicious. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think that should, okay. So yeah. I think this is not much of a spoiler question. So I'm going to give back, I'm going to bring Casey and Ashley back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We have one last question and this is from pink dolphin 92. And, uh, you can actually mm-hmm. bring this up for Casey and Ashley, or if you have a different uh, answer, what do you think Macy will be doing now?
3: She, she, would be living Montreal, and she'd be a lyricist. And she would, um, yeah, she would definitely be in the arts. And she'd fluctuate between uh, Paris and Montreal and New York City. Uh, she wouldn't really speak French, but she'd try very hard. And she'd be feeling her own awesome. with her with her uh, stuff. We'd already talked. Yes, her flings.
2: Yeah, exactly. It
3: should
2: be very cool. Uh, I, actually, yeah, actually, uh, I don't yeah. think we can give that much she, of a. Sp- and she
3: would have a shitload of money.
2: Yes. Uh, actually, have I don't think. A
3: load of money. It I don't think we
2: can learn. give this as a, as a spoiler because this is it has nothing to do with the show. But, um, um, we were just talking that she thinks that Macy and Courtney would have a wonderful relationship together.
1: Wow! Of all the, <laughs> of all the uh, the OTPs and the yeah. fan pairings. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's one I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. Fascinating.
3: Yeah, no, Macy's definitely gay. Definitely. And
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> I just I I and kind Courtney, of put that on every show I watch. Like, I just assume like, they all are.
3: <laughs> like Macy's a little bit like uh, do you do you ever watch Glee? Yeah, I've seen an episode or two of Glee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like um uh Courtney is like there's this cheerleader girl who is a great dancer. I forget her name. But she's that girl who who I think is you know she's always wanting attention and all that and I think it's really just she just needs some love and I think some some nice pure love from from Macy would help that. I think it uh-huh. would
2: work because Macy's in band, Courtney can uh-huh. be the cheerleader, so hey, mm-hmm. why not? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, right. that is that's an, a fascinating pairing. <laughs>
2: that would be really interesting. I know. All right. Um, It would be. Okay, so for everybody, thank you so much for your questions. Uh, If we didn't get to yours, then don't worry. There's always um, other guests in the future that we may or may not have. So let's start off with our final one. So when looking back on As Told by Ginger, what do you think of it as a whole, Um, you know, looking back at it almost like, you know, over 15 years later?
3: Well, the first thing is it really stands up. Like, it really touched on subject matters in a way that, that really meant something. The way they, you know, with divorce, um, remarriage, with uh, relationships. It was never um, anything taken too, too lightly. It was very real. So that's the main thing, is I think it really, really holds up. And that's why I wish it was more around for, for kids now. I think it would be very still very important that's the main thing is how much it holds up you know? you know and uh and the relationships that came out of it i mean we all really um cared about each other and we're all still in contact you know that's great that's, that's awesome. a nice thing to have yeah it's really nice that's amazing it's really nice you know uh liz courtney was at my son's bar mitzvah. <laughs> our kids are instagram friends you know it's it's really sweet, and Lorraine and I, you know, we always, we're always always texting and, you know, planning. We're planning a to get-together, actually, very soon with Melissa. And Where's Aspen? She's in New York still, right? Yeah, she's okay. still
2: in New York. I Aspen's her, a doll. She's, she was awesome yesterday. We spoke to her, and she told uh-huh. us so many funny stories.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was great see. to have both of you guys in the same you know, weekend younger, and hear two brain, sides of like a similar experience.
3: Her, her brain is much better. <laughs> her young brain she she, even, she was like a, she was such a child she, she was like a, she was like 18 or something crazy
2: yeah she was like in her, she, yeah she was like she in her, show. yeah well she was like in her early 20s i think which, you know she said she was like
3: 19 no when she started she was younger than
2: yeah i, I was yeah, just about to say like. mother was, used to come oh
3: wow melissa and um and asked for this children's theater thing in orange county when they were young a couple years apart oh wow and Melissa, I see all the time. At my, we, we're, we're neighbors. Wow. So I see her, yeah. I see her all the time. That's amazing. At our, be... Mex- our Mexican food place.
2: It would be awesome if we yeah. could get Melissa yeah. so as a guest. Now we can have the whole trio together.
3: I know. It would be pretty great. It'd be pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And Cree, I haven't seen Cree in a long time. Mm. And Eric Casimero, the um, producer I'm still in contact with. And then I had some exchanges with um What's her face? Oh, God, my brain. The creator. Uh, Emily Kaepnick? Yeah, Emily, yeah. We were all joking around her, Lorraine and I, when the uh, rumors were happening about the reunion. We were all like, I don't know, that would be great. You know? But no, I haven't heard anything. There was a lot of that. So it's a good, it was a good, it was a really good thing altogether. It was very nice. Very proud of it.
2: Well... That was that's amazing, uh, and uh, Jackie, thank you so much for coming into the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Oh, yeah,
3: thank, thank you. you. So,
0: thank you so
2: much. So, yeah, do you have anything to plug or self promote? Do you have any upcoming projects that you'd like to share?
3: Well, um, my husband and I are, were on um, Chelsea Handler's show now, or oh, uh, wow. her life coaches. Yeah, so th- that's a lot of fun doing that, and. Uh, um, you know, that's it right now. Okay. That show, doing that show. And yeah. do you have, yeah. like, a
2: Facebook? Do you have a Twitter?
3: I do have a Twitter, yes. I think it's Jackie Montreal. Okay. Yeah, Jackie Montreal. That's right. Okay, awesome. I have to forget. Yeah, yeah I The think... other stuff's more private. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, well, right. yeah, that's, right. Uh, that, that should be it. So, again, um, thank you so much for yeah. coming on by. Well,
3: thanks for having me. I love that you guys are... are uh, Keeping this show around I mean it's just uh it's such a fun fun show so I'm glad that you know yeah some pretty heavy episodes so (laughs) pretty good
2: yes absolutely so let us know in the comments below about your favorite episodes involving with Macy if you've seen any of other of Jackie's projects and uh yeah so thank you so much for listening uh hope to see you around soon and thank you for listening